they're borderline scared to tell us that some of these ideas to them don't make any sense because they're afraid of the way that we vent our frustration. And I think I told her that that's where a lot of this shit comes from. Nobody's happy in a particular situation. We're all borderline used to screaming at each other. Niggas don't take this shit personally. And then, you know, white motherfuckers do take this shit personally. You know what I mean? It's a cultural fucking difference of getting screamed at. You think your fucking life is over because ain't nobody ever screamed at you. Your mom and pop is fucking screaming at us all our fucking lives. So it ain't, it's like we got a whole different vibe on being screamed at. I said, you know, as far as dealing with her, we sort of got to channel our frustration a little bit differently. But for her not to get to this point where she's ready to just flip the fuck out and, you know, I mean, all that, the shit that scared me was bringing up all that concept of dropping the fucking group. At this point, it, it's so fucked up that it's just, why ever even say that shit? Because you guys will never be back out. It'll be like two years, whatever label you go to, they're going to have roll this over the roots of fucked up, they hard to deal with, blah, blah, blah. I mean, saying shit like that just fucking...
and she was a work of art. Part of my heart from back then. A brown skinned singer with a knack for acting. Alana's whole attraction, just fractionally based on surface. I got into her mental law on purpose. And with alertness as I flirt with her emotion, walls we built up out of nervous nest was broken. I reminisce on how this black door had her open with the energy that got the whole summertime smoking. Very hypnotized when it was time we spent time. It's no way to rewind or prevent time from slipping away like day into the dark and the way that things fall apart will make some start to feel more weak or insecure but for whatever reason our relationship remained mature even when she caught feelings cause I stay on tour as I reflect on before a recap the situation I guess from experience comes education we set on a path to opposite destination it's best to chalk it up and add it to the elevation then eventually flow off to lost communication I call for lost store information and with time forgot it it's not like I'm all in tears about it, but the fact of the matter remains that I missed the headshot. As a narcotic, the bizarre logic of it all is why the clock tick, pages of the calendar flip. We can't stop it. Time will either tell the tale or turn a love toxic. Now, was she real or an illusion of this optical confusion with the accent of ancient Egypt? Or could it be that she's the one I was supposed to be with and together walk this twisted staircase to something realistic? Damn, her lips having me addicted to her presence. Front page material on essence, a queen imperial before her adolescence. And as she grew into a woman, she became a I never knew another like her in my lifetime So now I travel through a tunnel of space Without a place on the face of this earth With this pain getting worse Driving me insane Or at least I'm touching the brink A sanity to think of how I can link Or contact her I was a fool before But more wise after the fact I'm analyzing how I'm wanting her back And wondering exactly what she could be on the map I'm just sitting here Spinning the world on one finger Reoccurring thoughts of this brown skin singer Yo, the psychotic, the hypnotic Yo, Check it out, the most melodic hypnotic
Thank you. Sitting in the studio thinking about which move would go Right now a freestyler, right down, whatever Until I come up clever, I just need to free my thoughts And Lord knows that I know better But I ain't perfect, I ain't seen too many churches That know them testament verses You should either hear me now or go deaf Or end up dead, die trying and no death My hand up dead, swallow blood, swallow my breath Fuck a funeral, just make sure you pay my podcast respect, nigga Alright, let's get it It's been a shitty day on multiple levels uh, I have a neighbor who is against me either being too loud in my apartment or being black and being too loud in the apartment like Wiz Khalifa said only nigga in first class I'm the only nigga in my building so Wiz Khalifa says O-N-I-F-C I am O-N-I-M-B, only nigga in my building. And my next door neighbors, I've never heard them form a complaint. Somebody from downstairs claims my voice travels too loud. And she came at me on some passive aggressive shit this morning. Like, oh, I'm just talking to you because I don't want to have to go to the landlord. And I'm just like, yo, eat a dick. Because I telecommute, meaning I work from home from my day job and my day job requires a lot of speaking okay and i have to use my voice and my shift for work is 5 30 a.m to 2 30 p.m so i'm up at 5 30 in the morning using my voice and she knocked on the door this morning like you woke me up and i'm like my bad this is how i get paid you know aka kick rocks and eat a dick so so that was how my day started And then, in preparing for this podcast, I pissed off one of the greatest rappers of all time. He's not one of my favorites, just for, you know, he's made a lot of my favorite music. He's, like, rapped on a lot of my favorite rap music of all time. But there's a difference between, oh, this person rapped on a lot of my favorite music and they're one of my favorite rappers. Like I just said, he's one of the all-time greats. Uh, probably the most consistent, you know, out of anybody over time, but he's just, he just doesn't strike that personal chord with me for whatever reason. Like the music means a lot to me. I know a ton of the bars, you know, come on, let's, let's get it. This attractive assassin, master, this attractive assassin, master, this attractive assassin, master the devil trespassing master getting cash in an orderly fashion message to the fake nigga flash and slow up ock before you get dropped and closed like a caption come on man and it weighs a ton of reek g's motherfuckers i'm a son of a gun black master of any trade under the sun talk sharp like a razor blade under the tongue clear my path and come get your captain home wanna breathe like black and collapse your lung young chuck you could choke off the web i spun I done cleared him out with the threat i brought you done heard about what set i'm from my nigga word of mouth little rule of thumb i'm a legend in the hood no, y'all better bow down here to rule to come. I'm a legend in the hood, not a hoodlum. How I thought put it down, be confusing. Some of y'all cats can't walk while chewing your gum and all. What a keyboard got to do with a drum and all. School them on stage like I'm doing a seminar. Perfection this tight. I'm addressing my mic. Go to war, son. I give you any weapon you like. Bust off the dum-dums or something to run from. Stop this. The hot shit here is where it come from. Philly worldwide phenomenon. Reinforcing that things by nine to five. When I finish making them recognize I'm getting at a few civilized women who trying to ride. You be waiting on the boss to come off the wall. You want to get the Jones up off the wall? 
just to see you smiling. If just to see you smiling, enjoy yourself. Keeping you in health is for all of y'all. I'm quick on the draw like Black McGraw. Can't tell what y'all cats rapping for. My name Reek G's and I'm back for more. See me getting more chips than the corner store. Got a portrait of Malcolm X on the wall and I'm eating MCs like a carnivore. Like, come on, somebody please send us to Black Thought because he got pissed off at me today. Like, he got pissed off like I'm really just some nigga that don't know what he's talking about. Today's show, we're doing a critical analysis, okay? There's nothing personal being said on this show today. I have another show called Go On Radio. I do very, I make very personal statements, okay? I've made some very personal statements, you know, about the Roots trajectory. And on that show, I've been blocked by the drummer of the group, you know, because I was, I just got a little fed up. I feel like he was always on his, not so much high horse so much, I'm talking about the drummer, uh, not so much on his high horse so much as he's like the black spokesperson for hip-hop. And he made some statements. I don't feel like going into which statements, but he made some statements on Twitter a couple years ago. And I was just on, I believe it's Tears for Fears. Uh, I was on my Tears for Fears these are the things I can do without. I was just like, nigga, we don't need your voice. We don't need you chiming in all the time, okay? I let him know these are the things we can do without. And he blocked me. It is what it is. But I'm not on here to say nothing personally bad about the roots today. I mean, we're going to, I'm just doing a critical analysis today, okay? What happened to the roots? Originally, it was just going to be like called Ranking the Roots Albums from Worst to Best. Or Best to Worst, rather. Um, today, now it's just going to be like what happened to the Roots. Because I've already... I mean, I, I think Black Thought followed me after the exchange. And I'll, ex and I'll explain the exchange. Well, I'll go into a little bit of explaining the exchange uh, right now. But it was just like... I was fresh off complaining about the neighbor I just spoke about, complaining about them like being an asshole. So I said, I try not to be an asshole. Then like one of my next tweets was, you know, finishing in the preparation for doing this podcast here. And I was just like talking my and you shoot your cousin. Um, and I said, it's not very good to me. And I called it pretentious. I'll go into why it's pretend, why I consider pretentious at the end of the show. Uh, Black Thought. Does not well. I think he follows me now, but he did not follow me at the time. He responded to it in record time, um, like almost like you have to have the the term and you shoot your cousin, like as a save search, like it pops up when somebody says something about that album. Um, yeah, he he responded immediately, and we had a little bit of a exchange. Like it wasn't no real negativity fostered on either side i was like yeah i respect the fuck out of your music i'm a huge fan you know i was just critically assessing that one album that i did not like the music on um and i found it not very good and i found it pretentious but then he went back in my tweets and he was like you know oh it's funny how you're not an asshole well you don't want to be an asshole but you mess say something like i'm 
tried to mess up his weekend or tried to start off his weekend on a negative note. And I'm like, eh, A, you didn't follow me to really, you know, I, I definitely didn't add black thought. Uh, I'm not that, I'm not that dude at all who, who's here trying to piss people off on the internet. Um, I didn't add the roots. I typed the name of an album. Um, I don't know how he got wind of it, but he responded pretty fast. So the, the intent was never like, oh, I want the roots to see that. I'm just speaking my mind as a music fan. This is what we do on Twitter. Some people don't fuck with Trump, you know, Donald Trump. And I'm not trying to do the equivalent. I'm not trying to equate an album that I don't enjoy to Donald Trump. Like, clearly he's a shitty person. Donald Trump is like just a, a bad person. But some people don't fuck with, like, I don't really fuck with politics. Uh, but some people just don't fuck with certain albums from people they love. And I really feel like I don't know how my, like, I'm, I'm naive in a sense. Like, I don't, I don't be thinking like, oh, my tweets are going to reach anybody. And, you know, there you have, like, I, I try to estimate like, oh, like, especially if I'm just speaking my voice, it's like, oh, I don't care. This is my my thoughts and shit. And this is my, you know, no pun intended. These are my black thoughts. These are my thoughts from the mind of a black man. And um, it is what it is. Like, I sometimes I make jokes. I made a joke that I care to not repeat. Like, if you know my Twitter, uh, I made a joke that I care to not repeat, at least on the air, about Talib Kweli. This is a couple of months ago. It got a couple of retweets. It got some laughs, but it didn't reach him. Or if it did reach him, he didn't reply. So when I say something like, oh, I don't like this one Roots album, or I find this one Roots album not good, and I find it pretentious, it like I'm really naive in the sense that, oh, I don't think nobody's going to really trip off that. But I'm not going to say he tripped, but he, he replied. He... I mean, I guess some of the, some of his stands, you know, and it, I didn't really mind the exchange with him, but like some of the stands and some of the other people that were jumping in, I was just like, dude, kick rocks. Um, let's get into the show. I mean, yeah, all that though just set my Saturday off on a on a bad note, and that that wasn't even my my intent. Okay, I promise you it wasn't. So yeah, I'm I'm leaving uh, personal feelings out of. You're going to hear my thoughts on these albums, but uh, I'm leaving personal feelings on anything other than just critiquing the music um, out of this, out of this podcast. I feel like in some regard, they always wanted to be as big as they are today, uh, even when they were more in their quote unquote, keeping a real phase uh, when they were, you know, just all about. Oh, the highest quality music that we can make. I feel like they always wanted to kind of get to to here. I mean, The Roots is a team effort, so somebody decided this is what we're going to do. And, you know, everybody else tagged along, I guess. I don't know. I don't know if everybody agreed this is what we're going to do to get to where they are now. But I feel like they always wanted to be as big as they are. So best to worst. Uh, the... We're doing what we're doing today is just the Roots albums. I'm I'm not counting the John Legend album, the Betty Wright album, the Elvis Costello album. I'm not counting Organics because that's just like the album that you bring up to say, "Oh, I'm really a Roots fan" because I 
I've been down since organics. Not that many people were down since organics. A lot of people had to go back and hear organics. Um, yeah, not even that many people were down since Do You Want More? The my my roots, you know, story, if you will, started with Illadelph Half Life. Then I had to go back and hear Do You Want More and Organics. So we're gonna rank everything from everything that was a, a roots album from Do You Want More to And Then You Shoot Your Cousin. And we're just gonna run through my personal trajectory, my personal story surrounding these albums, and my feelings on which ones are the best. We're ranking best to worst. Okay, the best Roots album is, of. I'm not going to say of course, but it's really a matter of preference. If you're a real Roots fan, I think your favorite era is going to be the Malik B, Black Thought, Grand Nagas album, N-E-G-A-S, however that's pronounced. Uh, that's just, yeah, that was, it's going to be from one of the my top three ranked albums i like your ranking and your order could be different but best roots album is things fall apart the only song i don't i'm not really crazy about on that album is 100 dundee i mean this album is just perfect otherwise uh black thought like he found his voice if you will like his voice matured it's just a really perfect album okay even, I mean, even 100% Dundee, it's like technically a good song. I'm just not crazy about it. But he found his voice on this album. Like, just every song was just, gee whiz, good God almighty. Just every song was killer. Um, Just every damn song. Like, so my things fall apart stories. After Illidelph Half-Life, I was very hyped for this album. I saw... A release date in the source and I started I was in college my freshman year of college and this is like November and the album was coming out in like February and I started counting down the days to when it out like I had like a, a, a piece of paper like a calendar counting down the days till the album dropped I was that hype about it my man at the well he's still my man uh but uh, my man at the time, he was from Philly. I'm I'm from New York originally, so he that's kind of like how we became somehow how we started to become cool. It was like freshman year, standing in line at the campus post office. This is in Florida, by the way. Standing in line at the campus post office, uh, you know, just making chit chat with new people. And he said he was from Philly, and I was like, oh, so you know about the roots? And he was like, of course. And then that's been my man since, like. 18 years later or something 18 it's been that long soon to be 18 years and he was like he attended my wedding two years ago like these are my lifelong friends and shit uh but we we met like talking about the roots and shit uh so same dude from philly i heard adrenaline on college radio like this is Around the November, December mark before the album came out. I think this might have been around the same time you got me started popping, but uh Adrenaline, it came on like college radio and like I called his dorm room and I was like, yo, turn on the radio right now. What the fuck is this? And then he turned it on and then we were just geeked. 
Anyway, Things Fall Apart, perfect album. Great album, like, fucking unbelievably good album. It's probably somewhere in my top ten rap albums of all time, probably. Uh, number one is Midnight Marauders. Number two is probably Operation Doomsday. Number three is probably Operation Doomsday by MF Doom, by the way. Number three is probably Bizarre Ride to the Far Side. Um, yeah, Things Fall Apart got to be in that top ten somewhere. Anyway, it's the best, al- best Roots album, in my opinion. So I'm going to play Don't See Us right here. Around me, round me, 
on my head, they got a bounty. I'm trying to get this bell up so I can flee the county. Triple six, come in my mix, flooded with tricks. I'm sharpening up spoons for ice picks. Niggas price bricks till dawn. If the money is long, cats who play strong will inhale to go play bong. You wrong, son, if you thought I wasn't dropping a ton. Sit and think about the way I want to tally your son. Hey, yo, I thankfully snuck up from behind and got you. From over there in them bushes, I chilled and watched you. Dancing all jolly as you pussy foot and folly. I knock you out with one punch for me, you been ollied. I float like hovercrafts and sting like vaccinations. When my name said out loud, you'd lose your concentration. Dice roll, D-I-C-E-R-A-W. You wanna take it? Otherwise, fuck you gon' do. That's what I thought. Not tied, nothing could put Zippo. Rub the sand paper, but still smooth as a tiptoe. Raw's taking over, baby, don't tell me you ain't no. A lot of kids can rap, but you fucking with the pros. Yeah, I'm saying, y'all know the legendary roots crew. It's like, don't see us, but we see you. You stop going sleep, get on your P's and Q's. Cause you will get crapped with no disgrace. You know the rap, we keep the flows in check. You don't see us, but we see you. You stop going sleep, get on your P's and Q's. Cause you will get crapped with no disgrace. You know the rap, we keep the flows in check. You don't see us, but we see you. You stop going sleep, get on your P's and Q's. Cause you will get crapped with no disgrace. You know the rap, we keep the flows in check. You don't see us, but we see you. Illidelph Half-Life uh, This was Second best uh, Roots album to me uh, Malik B This was like his coming out party If you will Okay like He on on Do You Want More He Malik B kind of acted the part of You know being cool and jazzy oh, yeah, He do he would do the like you know Sick it bow, sick it bow, sick it bow. Like he would try to do the jazzy singing and shit but it seemed more natural uh, for Black Thought. Black Thought was always better than Malik B, but it was damn close. Okay, it was very damn close between uh, those two. Very close. It was like if Black Thought is an A plus, Malik B is a rated A MC. He gets an A. Uh, let's see here. I lived in Philly from 2006 to 2012. Uh, I mean, I'm just going to say names that you would know if you lived in Philly. I, I wrote for this publication run by Taib Smith for a little while. I'm not dropping names. I'm just telling you some of my history. Um, Dice Raw did not know me by first name, but we have the same birthday, May 7th. Me, Dice Raw, Beauty Dior, a porn actress, and another porn actress named Chastity. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm heavy in the porn game. Anyway, Dice Raw always showed me love in Philly. Uh, he didn't know me on a first name basis or nothing. He just recognized me as a familiar face. Always said, what's up? Always gave me dap or whatever. Uh, let's see here. So listening back to the album in 2016, uh, Push Up Your Lighter grew, grew on me. But my Illidelph Half-Life story was I bought the tape from Nobody Beats the Wiz in New York. And I was just fucking amazing. Amazed. Like, I never heard rapping like... For Respond React to be like the first song you hear from a group, because I still hadn't heard uh, Do You Want More at that point. For Respond React to be the first song you hear from a group, my mind was just blown. Okay, just blown. I was like, whoa, like, they shouldn't be this fucking good at rapping. Like, nobody should be this fucking good at rapping. But the, the problem kind of with The Roots, and this is just critical analysis. I'm not saying nothing personally bad about anybody should they hear this. They were, at times, too complex for their own good. Okay, Concerto of a Desperado 
fucking classic song. But for that to be one of your singles, you know, in the Diddy era, like, it just wasn't, there wasn't room for it, if you will. Clones, I mean, Clones was kind of what made people go out and buy the, well, made people interested in, like, oh, shit, The Roots really got some shit. Like, if you were, like, listening to street singles and things like that, Clones was the one that made you say, oh, shit, The Roots really got something. But, like, what they do even was... The rapping is too complex for that jazzy-ass beautiful beat. Like, if you're going to make a commercial song, you have to really go all the way there. You can't, you know... You can't be complex with the rapping. Like... Yeah, like, just the rapping flows on... uh, What they do. I mean, it's it's a classic song. Like, from the stance of a rap fan and somebody who really appreciates bars and, and, you know, the the mechanics of rapping what they do is a great song i'm just talking about like for it to have made a commercial impact it was too complex like the rapping on that song like if you were to go back and listen to what they do now like it's too complex to really reach the mainstream audience the people that just you know the people that want something to rap along to something simple something you know if you're gonna go commercial you gotta go all the way there so, um, and I, I think this was an album where it felt like they were kind of so caught up in keeping it real. I mean, it's a very dark album, but they, it, it feels like they, they were so caught up in keeping it real, quote unquote, that they had fans convinced it would never change. Like, and they would always be like this keep it real group. And that's kind of possibly where some of the disappointments stem from. Um, I never liked you and I versus at war. I still don't like that to this day. It's just the beat is just whatever to me. Um, no alibi is fucking stupid. Like they went, they went the fuck off. Like it's probably one of the better. It's probably top fifteen, top twenty black thought verses of all time. Uh, I tell with Q tip is retarded. That's probably gonna be what I play here. Um, because I'm just that crazy about Q tip and any anything tribe related. But the album was slightly all over the place. Like they had the the commercial crossover song. They had hard songs, and then they ended it with like a whole jazz song, "One Shine." But it's it's a classic, Philadelphia Half Life. Uh, second best Roots album in my opinion. Uh, so yeah, I, I guess I'll play I Tao. Get it. 
from my mother, so was in her ready. Terry and very necessary to shine legendarily, heavily refined. Contemporaries like the roots are so rad, it's like that. Which bag did they come out of? And how could I get in it and win it? Like a raffle ticket picking. If you feeling stuck, then guess who did the stick? I'm not this I shall style up close and personal. The first to file a violate, I shall retail. Liate with realism for they whole locale to relate. We don't play like that's amount abstract now.
Do You Want More? I'm probably going to play the title track because I love that song. Uh, Black Thought did like the, the scratching on the, you know, on the outro or, or what have you um, of that song. My history with Do You Want More? This was the album where they were trying to show people that they were fly, that they were cooler than everyone. It definitely worked. It was like a gift and a curse kind of. They were cooler than everyone. But the timing was a little bit off, especially since we already had Tribe and we already had Diggable Planets. I mean, nobody in the history of rap, in my opinion, has made better music than Tribe. And few people have been, quote unquote, cooler than Diggable Planets. But the roots were very, very, quote unquote, cool with Do You Want More? It was very uh, musically advanced. Like, they had a beatbox dude, just extremely free-spirited. It was a jazzy, uh, great album. My history with Do You Want More, there was a kid, this was maybe early high school. Uh, there was a kid who was just in class chanting the hook to proceed. I shall proceed and continue to rock the mic. I was familiar with the video you know, from Rap City or what have you, but I was still kind of fronting on the group. I just wasn't really moved, if you will, to to hear the album. I wasn't aware that there was a Distortion Aesthetic video until much later on. Yeah, I wasn't really moved to go here, Do You Want More, until I heard Illidelph Half-Life and how great that was. But this is the third best uh roots album just very free like i say well man great very great song with just you know scott storch of you know cocaine abuse fame i mean i said i wasn't gonna get personal and, and talk talk wild about anybody today but that's his that's become his legacy if you will okay pardon self if anybody's offended by that um Great producer, though. He did some great shit with Busta Rhymes. Great shit with just a number of people. Uh, the only song that I'm like really whatever about on this album is You Ain't Fly. Yeah, You Ain't Fly is whatever. Uh, the rest of the album is fucking good. I mean, to me, it's not as good as uh, Things Fall Apart and a little Half-Life, but it's a classic, None, you know. Nonetheless, they have three straight classics. So... Here goes the theme. Here goes the title track. Do you want more? Well, I'm a fly Philly nigga. Finger on the trigger. MCs repent from sins. God's coming again. Original. What visionary individual? Original. What visionary individual? I proceed as I give you what you need. Like I'm a medical doctor. Watch the damage I inflict properly. Ain't nobody rising on top of me. I be dropping while plotting my mic. Monopoly got to be, got to be reality. TV. One that see black don't be me. I prove, baby. All I clues to say, baby. Would you get with this? Not even maybe. It's the Mr. Gravy and shit. To explain what's going on inside my brain is scandalous. No analyst can maintain a handle this mind train, yo. I'm on some old snap rapper next shit. You know what I'm saying? 
Some niggas best get out of my path Get I'm on point Like a gap the basket case That waste some seeds with rapture taste Facing these leads to catch the minutes They be pulling the mic out that ass when I can finish Administrative assistant I'm not You want the principal nigga take a shot Like I'm invincible figure me to be on Call my input Cut to your jaw for real for sure Do you want more? Yo Philly is a house y'all Do you want more? Fourth best album by The Roots. I'm going to say it's really close, but I'm going to say Game Theory. This is not only a really good album, but it's the only Roots album where there are no songs I dislike. Okay, so as I was saying, I'm not crazy about 100% Dundee. I'm not crazy about You and I vs. War. I'm not crazy about You Ain't Fly. Uh, Game Theory, though, they were back, uh, with a vengeance. I mean, after, you know, some albums I'm gonna discuss later. Uh, Game Theory was mean. Okay, Game Theory was, like, every song is just aggressive, hard. I don't know if they were, you know, dealing with feelings about, you know... Dilla passing or if they were just dealing with you know the aftermath of Hurricane Katrina this is 2006 I don't know what they were dealing with at the you know surrounding the creation of this album but from what I'm seeing here it was, it was made pretty fast uh, this was recorded according to Wikipedia March to May of 2006. And just every song is just crazy. Like, like every song is stupid. 
Um, like every song is is crazy. So I, I think I'm gonna play in the music, which had Malik B on it, and maybe living in a new world. Yeah, some some albums I'll play two songs because there are gonna be some albums I discuss where I just don't have nothing, you know, nothing too kind to say. I think I remember Questlove leaking Game Theory himself. Yeah, it leaked. He leaked uh, Game Theory and online and it's a crazy album. That's all I can say. So here goes uh, Living in a New World and well, let's see. Am I going to play Living in a New World? Because Long Time is crazy too. Fuck it. Just Go hear this album if you've never heard it. Long Time with Petey Crack is crazy. But yeah, I guess I'll play In The Music and Living In The New World. Oh, and by the way, uh, if you're a Kendrick Lamar fan, Pussy and Patron, that sample came from Clock With No Hands uh, off of the Game Theory album. Let's 
mind it become ascetic This shit bag and leave you diabetic For paramedics, I spit flames and get dames to get changed When pit bull bark and lock the shop Don't bother me out, don't you dare lie to me out I don't know who this nigga that you try to be out Benefit of doubt, have me think you in it for clout Big shit, send it for route, we'll finish him out Joints different and mortars while we swimming in waters Women with daughters, we'll have us niggas send them with daughters just not as you know not as great as the first four to me this album is really good but it just it being number five speaks to how good the the four that come before it are uh the fifth one is how i got over uh this album has a very sentimental place in my life this might be my most uh i think things fall apart is probably my most sentimental album but 
How I Got Over is my second most sentimental album as far as what it meant to me in my life. How I Got Over came out at a very tumultuous place in my life. Uh, so I, I kind of relate a little bit too much to the songs on this album. Like every song, pretty much. Uh, the only song I'm not crazy about on this one is Right On with Joanna Newsom and STS. That song is whatever. Uh, but like Walk Alone, all of those verses speak to me. Now or never, all of, all of those verses speak to me. Um, the day that's probably gonna be what I play here. Crazy, crazy, just yeah. It it came out like at a really, really, really dark time in my life. One of the darker points in my life, and uh, that's all I can really. Well, that's all I really care to say about it. It's it's a great album. I guess I'm gonna play the day here. up the pace beats playing since the night before thinking about writing songs feeling exhausted from times we toured constant and plus the toxics i sip got me tall still tipsy staring at the city from the spot we call los angeles every day is like a blank canvas carving my initials in the planet like i branded handpicked to live this life we take for granted like a child with an upright base we can't stand it smiling through the trouble we face trying to manage my way without pumping my brakes and staying stagnant because i can sit on my ass or just imagine the madness and get on my path and paint the canvas Like the bomb squad And everybody coming at me from the blind side I'm tired, it's hard to open up my eyes wide I listen to some theme music on the iPod And walk around the crib doing little eye jobs Checking the breath, taking view from this high rise Feeling like I'm checking out a game from the sidelines I got to try different things in these trying times 2010 is different than it was in 9-5 It's come a live time, I picked a fine time For getting open off life like a fine wine I wake up, I look into the mirror See a clearer vision I should start living a day Cause today is gonna be the day It's gonna be the day Cause today is gonna be the day It's gonna be the day Uh, yeah 
Sunday morning, plan my day out. Whole new blueprint, brand new layout. Deep down, still don't know if it'll play out. But for the first time, feel like I done found a way out. Skin getting clearer, and it feel like I lost weight. Stop and say a prayer for the times I lost faith. Troubles of the world had me in a cross face. Chicken wings, sickening, living so off base. But now it's like I'm in the last lap of the car chase. And I finally understand my right to choose. My preacher man told me it could always be worse. Even a three legged dog still got three good legs to lose. So you can stop and refresh the rules. Breathe in, breathe out, let it heal all your exit wounds Something inside said that's the move And maybe today I'll restart fresh and new When I wake up, I look into the mirror I can see a clearer vision I should start living a day Cause today is gonna be the day It's gonna be the day Cause today is gonna be the day It's 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 gonna be the day Now is where the critical side of me come, starts to come in. The sixth best Roots album is Phrenology. Uh, very, very ahead of its time. Uh, a gr- it's, it's a pretty good album. Uh, it, it holds up. But I feel like they were kind of trying to show the world that they were not so much hip-hop, hip-hop, hip-hop. You know. The singles were Break You Off, which is damn near R&B song with rapping on it. And The Seed, which was, you know, rock and roll with rapping on it. Um, so it it it's a good album, though. It it holds up there. There's nothing that's really horrible on here at all. It just it's not as good as it doesn't hold up. With, you know, some of the best work that they've ever put out. It's not a bad album at all. Uh, my issue uh, with the album was it was a little bit all over the place, if you will. Um, I mean, Rolling With Heat is dope with quality on it. Uh, Water, the message is great. But, the you know, the withdrawal from heroin skit after, it's whatever in 2016. Like, it was like some shocking shit when it dropped. But, like, it's just whatever now. And then just my issue is they were trying to do some nut shit. And nut is Philly slang for like where you're just like or like you're drawling or you're drawing or whatever they say. Like this shit after rhymes and ammo. It was just like, like, why? Like, what is this? Like, they were just pushing the boundaries a little bit too far. Funny story. Around the time that this album... I bought almost every Roots album, like I said. Do You Want More was the only one I missed when it dropped. Uh, but I bought Phrenology, like, the day it dropped. Which was, according to Wikipedia, November 26th of 2002. So, yeah, this was, like, right around Thanksgiving time. And... Like, early December, funny story, I had a brief thotty situation. I was still in college, I had a brief thotty 
situation going on. Um, this there was there was a there was an online platform called College Club, and this girl hit me up one night, like just randomly out the blue. From I want to say she was from Thomasville, Georgia, and I went to school in Tallahassee, Florida, and Thomasville, Georgia, was like maybe 30 minutes outside the city and but Tallahassee was like the quote-unquote the big city and that's like where you go to party or where you go to do anything if you're from Thomasville and she had me up on a college club just randomly like what's good hey what's up and I hit her with the J.R. Smith well my version of the J.R. Smith in 2002 like just off the bat like what do I have to lose this is the internet we're talking in the internet window I'm young I'm out of control I hit it with the J.R. Smith, you trying to suck the pipe. Uh, she said no, but I'll still come out. You know, I'll still come kick it with you tonight. I was like, cool. Whatever, I ain't got I ain't got shit else to do. It was, I think it was like a Friday night. And she came over, and she was trying to suck the pipe. I, I guess she, like, fronted because it was like, you know, I don't want to seem too loose on the internet. She came over, she was trying to suck the pipe. And this is younger me, okay? Uh, Mind you, this is 14 years ago. We had a little situation for about a week, if you will. Where she would come over every day and she was trying to suck the pipe. And she's pretty good at it, by the way. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. Um, It was a long time ago. I'm in a different place in my life right now. And... But the funny story is, this was like right when phrenology was popping. So I like semi-trolled her. Yeah, I like semi-trolled her. I just tried to see what I could get away with. Bumping this crazy-ass phrenology album. And it's not a, when I say crazy, like it's not a super romantic album. And just imagine, if you will, you know. Me receiving head to this song. Just as a troll move, just to see if I could get away with it. So that went on for about a week. And then I think she finally realized like I wasn't really trying to beat or nothing. Because younger me, like I, I wasn't attracted enough to beat. But, you know, you can suck the pipe for seven days. And uh, that was what that was. But yeah, that was, that was a... I guess that was part of my life for about a week. And it is what it is. 14 years later, here we are. 14 years later, I've pissed off the rapper from the roots by mistake. Well, I don't know if he was pissed off, but like I had him replying, you know, it wasn't even my intent. My bad again. So is there a song I want to play from Phenology? Let's see. Let me look at this. Let me look at the track list. I guess I'll play Complexity with Joe Scott. It's a dope song. Uh, Again, produced by the Grand Wizards uh, or the Grand Negas or whatever you want to call them. Uh, so complexity, here that goes. 
this, but how can we tell? If we was meant to be in bliss, if you're not mentally as well. This energy you're sending me is tricky as hell. Usually it's like a 50-50, we can take a L before we start things. At this point, being apart brings the feeling of somebody plucking at your heartstrings. I know it probably shouldn't feel like this, but any other woman I see is in your likeness. It's from your cheekbones, to your lips, to your curves, to your deep moans, to that walk, to your words. Your love feeling like a breakdown on the verge. First we on good terms, then you on my last nerves. Got my back just aching, my shoes is all tight. It's too complex when we choose to do it right. It's wrong. One minute you a soldier strong, then you trying to route talking about it's over and gone. Feel like you making a waste of your precious time. You need to get a taste of some space to breathe. A moment as friends, we should have felt ourselves slipping in. Do it again, cause it's like off and on, on and off. Passion, lost and found, found and lost. Clashing, asking for nothing but understanding. Your heart's made of glass, use care when handling. Girl, all in all, I never leave you stranded. Cause my respect you commanded, you figured it out. I've been wondering about the complexity of what we have here. Should there be? Really get down. I used to play the corner and watch the scene. Deep down, know when I wanted to find me a queen, and I could feel that in my stomach and up in my chest because I knew a lot of women and some was fresh. But then I found you, girl, and just like me, you had a heart that was yearning to be set free. Now listen, see you and me, we need to take the time to erase any doubt that's inside your mind. It's not a mountain that I'm ever too tired to climb, and who's counting? But I know at least a thousand times I let you know I'm here for you, care for you, and confide in you. Break bread, share what you and provide for you. And that's full time, it's no nine to five with you. That's why I'm trying to work it out with you. I've been wondering about the complexity of what we have here. Should there be more? Just can't see more. I've been wondering about the complexity of what we have here. Should there be more? Just can't see Da 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 da
Yeah, so back to the, uh, back to that story. Like, I was playing phrenology just the whole, you know, the whole time we was fooling around. And Break You Off was, like, track number nine. And that was, like, the, the radio song. So that was something she finally recognized. And she finally looked at me like, okay, like, now you're on the right path. Like, something I recognize, something that's kind of smoothed out. But, yeah, she was just... You know, sucking pipe to whatever. Sacrifice, thought it worked. Just just trolling her just to see if I could get away with it. I'm going to say the seventh and my one number seven. Yep, the seventh best Roots album is Rising Down. It started off super hard. Then it just hit a slump. To me, just in my opinion. Uh, I fuck with... Like, the hook is not great. And that might be why I fuck with it, because sometimes I just fuck with, like, bad singing and whatnot. But the hook on Singing Man is is pretty good to me. Uh, the hook that Dice Roy does on that. What can I say about Rising Down? 2008 release. My Rising Down story is mainly this. I can't really go into super details, because niggas love to listen and like niggas have listened to my podcast and and gone and been like oh this person said this about you and so suffice to say i'm gonna be limited on details here i went to the listening party for the roots rising down this was at larry gold studios in philly like that was like low-key the place to hang out. Like, I didn't hang out there a lot, but it was, like, the place to hang out if you wanted to be... I think there's a documentary on Netflix called 50 Feet from Stardom or something about background singers. If you wanted to have peripheral, that's the, you know, that's the word of the day, the big word of the day, the $5 million word of the day. If you wanted to have peripheral access to the roots, like even if they weren't in town, somebody associated was was going to be there, whether that was Truck North, whether that was Dice Roll, whether that was uh, Porn. Um, by the way, he's a great MC, but just that stage name, it's very counterproductive it's very counter that's another big word of the day it's very counterproductive to becoming a mainstream you know or just crossing over he was he was dope though uh greg porn was was very dope but like if you wanted to have peripheral access to the roots that studio was where you would go kick it um you know just in hopes of oh that you know you could become somebody else at the studio could become your mans and them and then they could maybe introduce you to the roots and then you could be like associates with the roots that was never really my wave personally but a lot of and and again that's the same the same office for the you know the, the brother uh Taib smith that i wrote for at one point uh that was all based out, out of that same office when i lived in philly um but yeah, the story from around that point, the day of the Roots listening party for Rising Down, there was a scandal. There was a personal scandal going on uh, involving people in their dating lives. And that's all I can really say, because, you know, again, niggas love to snitch. But uh, the shit kind of hit the fan like earlier that day. And... 
I was at the listening party in the midst of the shit hitting the fan. And nobody else involved in this scandal, I don't think, was at the party. But it was just like, yo, shit hit the fan a couple hours ago before the party. And now here I am a couple hours later at this uh, Roots Rising Down party. So that that's just what I remember from that day, the day of the party. Uh, no further comment on, on the scandal, who was involved, and, and what it was. But the album started off super hard. Then it just kind of hit a slump. Like, I don't... It just felt like a little unfocused after a while. Like, it's not trash. It just kind of hit a a slump. Like, of just songs that don't really seem very memorable, if you will. Um, yeah, it started off strong, though. Like, Get Busy was dope. I'm sure I'm going to play 75 bars here. One of the hardest songs ever. Up to, like, Criminal... Uh, with Truck North and Saigon, um, it was it was a strong start, and then it just hit sort of a slump. But it, it's a not a bad album. It's just not up there, you know, with the best root stuff ever made, if you will. So yeah, I'm gonna play 75 bars here, and I mean that that's it really. I don't I don't have too much else good or bad to say about this album it felt like they were kind of trying to show love to the the street side of hip-hop with styles p on the album and saigon uh they were kind of just maybe sort of bridging the gaps between those worlds decent album just not up there with with, with the other stuff Say it's such a dang shame The train to the bus Then another dang plane My stage and my government they ain't the same name I'm a rock star loving it My wallet chain ain't I'm a rider they saint I'm a modern day tank My definition I can finally explain Cold smooth like that dude Sean Connery was playing I just gotta be the man I'm the father figure When I spit it something like a psychology exam If you stand where I stood You can probably understand 
million dollars in my hand. It's the child of the lamp. Go and cop another gram to twist. Which is Annie Burke, the set. Perk the damn with your network and plan. You better look alive, cause them niggas outside looking desperate again. Nigga, in the blunts and liquor, killing my lungs and liver. The asthmatic drug addict, I'm function with it. I put a rapper in a hole with a dust for sitting for spitting. Played out better than once was hitting. I got news for you all. Let me show you how to ball. See the legend that be fall. I ain't heard of that. Y'all niggas is off the wall like Arsenio Hall. I'ma put you right back where the dirt is at. 450 Fahrenheit on the thermostat. Somebody's talking like a white girl burning death. But she not a earning yet. She couldn't put in no work for that burning yet. The black microphone murder vet. I'm in the class of my own. If I got beef with you, you the last one to know. I arrive on time. I'm never fashionable. You late. I'm already international, boo. I done twirled in Berlin. Back in Beijing. You never seen nothing. Can't say the same thing. That's somebody black girl. Yeah, you know the name ring. So give him the game ring. For bringing with the niggas game bring. My hustle is long. My muscle is strong. My man put the paper in the duck till I'm gone. Y'all still a light year from the level of more. Just a point stepping right into the head of the storm. You been warned. I will blow y'all niggas in the Now, the eighth Best Roots album is The Tipping Point. Um, I don't really care for this album. Questlove wrote a book, Mo Meta Blues, I believe it's called. And I feel like, if I, if I remember everything correct, I feel like he was kind of apologetic for this album in the, in the book. Like... It feels like this was his, you know, instead of you mad at the last album, I apologize for it. I can't call it motherfucking Wyclef spoiled it. Shout out Cannabis. I feel like this was his Jimmy Iovine spoiled it moment. Uh, let's see. Yeah, this was an Interscope album. Uh, I just don't really have anything great to say about this album. I mean, I was rapping web before earlier but that was based off of i know that from the giles the or was it giles peterson or giles peterson version um but i yeah i, I know that song you know top to bottom i'm a decorated vet who regulated red i never hesitated yet at getting heavyweighted checks few to dare ask am i dedicated yes i spit live rounds at a penetrated vest yo take the seats i'ma demonstrate the test how to freak the beat so gangster fresh and the thump from the east coast to bangladesh big dank bully dunk huff the thing to death hold tight because it ain't over yet i don't even feel like i'm not sober yet and it rains like shots in the projects new year's even and ain't even october yet well i'm a big bounty hunter like boba fett y'all most shell shocked than the soldier get shout out black thought man i ain't mean to piss you off brother all right you are that nigga on the mic. Anyway, I didn't care for this album. Um, just don't care for this album. I'm looking at the at the track list right now, and it's just it just was not that shit. Okay, I mean, stay cool kind of worked because it was a rehash of De La Soul ego tripping. Conceptually, Boom was cool because you did Big Daddy Cannon. Cool G rap impersonations, but it just wasn't, it just wasn't hitting to me. Um, and like, stay cool. Like, I'm not, again, I'm not trying to get like into too much slander, but like, I really hate the hook in 2016. I hate the hook. Uh, but it's, it's a song that you're guaranteed to hear, like, at every Roots live show. 
like I, I thought the hook was cool when it came out. I mean, I even apologized for this album when it came out. Like, oh, I was like, oh no, the Roots can do no wrong in 2004 when it dropped. But yo, this just wasn't a good album. Um, I guess I'm gonna play Duck Down because that's like the hardest song on the album to me. I believe, and I believe Duck Down was a song they entered Radio City Music Hall too. Like, I'm a Roots fanatic to some degree. Like, uh, I, w- I want to say this was 2006 ish. Yeah, 2006-ish. They had a two-night show at Radio City Music Hall. The first night, they kind of bombed. Like, they didn't do so great. The second night, they came through with a vengeance. Marched into Radio City Music Hall from the outside or some crazy shit. I was like, I was on the upper level. And the whole band marched on the stage uh, to, you know, playing Duck Down in the other. They bodied it that night. Anyway. Um... Yes, I guess I'm gonna play Duck Down here. Space to death, cause you never met a brother, nothing like me yet. So push another slice until you toast to tighten your vest. Cause it's a warrior, you see and hear the night in the flesh. I give you something high voltage, double doses. Running with these vultures, giving me ulcers. Which one of these hustlers bringing us from the reaches? Not another man taking us under, nigga, please. Which Philly cat doing his own thing. Might say black, might give you a cold name. Round my neck, see the microphone hang. How your lady lips sinking like on Soul Train. The niggas that's some problems, a minimal margin. The Colonel, Captain, Lieutenant, General, Sergeant, Black. One man army moving in on your squadron. You sit still, you know you a target. You heard? You better duck down. Coming better tuck those shoes, but you don't wanna feel them things. If you want it, you can get it, baby. You know you need to get low. Sicker than sycamore I'm creating the circumstance That you'll victim of The rebel or the renegade Out in the quest The super black man Running with an S on his chest And stand for the straight Struggle to escape the stress You think it's sweet Trying to eat You ain't taste this yet So make y'all steps Precautious Into the darkness Thoughts cold and heartless Making me nauseous Getting more remorseless For what I've done If the Lord just Of course wonder what I've run Do civil liberties Free, but just for some, how you the gangster when you're scared to bust your gun for the call? Trust your family, trust nobody at all. See them brothers getting struck down, they better duck down. Coming better, tuck those shoes, but you don't wanna feel them things. If you want it, you can get it, baby. You know you need to get low. I've been up in it before That gladiator in the Coliseum ready for vault That old time I hold in this revolver Set the blow just like a gladiator I had whoever stick his head in the dough And one who been through it all Anything goes Rather give it to the state Instead of speaking in codes Cause man, that bullshit can get you riddled with hoes If you ain't insured then the hospitals is closed They got to go uptown 
while you're leaking on the ground. In cases like these, you need to duck down. Your five dollar toys, I'm a million dollar man. Esquire, Rick G's, go according to plan. I'm thinking outside the box, off the blocks, and outside your concept of time, off the clock for real. Well, it's black though, your boss DJ. However, you brothers wait, that's what you gon' do. Last two albums, Undone, just boring. Uh, this is like the second to second to last, you know, worst Roots album. Just boring. That's that's all I can really say about Undone. It's it's just boring. Like it's not it's not even bad so much as it's just boring. And I don't know if. You know, if it's because they didn't really have time to focus on, they didn't have time to focus on making a great album with their new Jimmy Fallon responsibilities. I'm not here to to shit on them for doing the Jimmy Fallon thing. Again, we're leaving my personal feelings out of this today. We're just doing a critical analysis. Boring, undone. Uh, I don't like. I don't even have a song I would want to play from that. And then finally, uh, the statement that kind of set Black Thought off today. Uh, I said I'm not an asshole, or I try not to be an asshole because my my neighbor, you know, was being an asshole. And he said, funny, you're not trying to be an asshole, but you started my weekend off this way. And I'm like, dude, I didn't even at you. And then you shoot your cousin. Here's why it's pretentious to me. Let's see here. There are 11 songs. Only one, two, three, four. Six of them have rapping. So it's an 11 song album. Only six of them have rapping. This is the the least rapping you've ever heard on a Roots rap album. Again, I don't count John Legend, Elvis Costello, or... Betty Wright. Uh, this is the least rapping you've ever heard on a Roots album. Uh, like, it's just... Some guy named Ray Angry. I don't know who that is. He got down with the production element. Um. Again, my bad Black Thought for, you know... If I, if I upset you with my comments today, but it's just not hitting. According to Wikipedia, it's a work as satire of hip-hop stereotypes. What the fuck ever. Experimental elements. And what the fuck ever. Okay, so like uh the album starts with a Nina Simone song. For what? 
That's that's why I call it pretentious. The devil performed by Mary Lou Williams for what? Like how how is all this tying in? I don't know who Michael Chion is. Dies Array. Uh, Michael Chion. Born in 1947, in Creil, France, is a composer of experimental music. This is fr- this is from um, Wikipedia. So he has, it's nothing pretentious about that. Uh, bringing French experimental music into hip hop. Uh, let's see here. So there were those, and like again, I don't I know who Nina Simone is. I don't know who Mary Lou Williams is. Uh, let me see if, according to Wikipedia, this is somebody I should even know. African-American jazz pianist, composer, and vocalist. Okay, maybe this is somebody I should brush up on. Uh, she was down with Duke Ellington, Benny Goodman, friend and mentor and teacher to Thelonious Monk, Charlie Parker, Miles Davis, Dizzy Gillespie, and many others. Okay, maybe this is somebody I should learn a little bit about. But throwing that, you know, throwing... uh, how long? How long is her part? Throwing so thirty-eight seconds of her music on a Roots album, it's a little pretentious. My bad if that word offends. Uh, let's see here. There, the, there was like two singing songs with like no rapping on it. I think. Uh. Yeah, the song ends with like a Raheem Devon song, which is, you know, whatever. Like they tried to almost like make that a single, like it's like the the happy song, if you will, from that. Like it just doesn't feel like, sad to say, it doesn't feel like they gave a fuck when making this album. Um, And like the, I don't want to call it a premiere party, but like they world premiered. The album to like press doing some like abstract art shit where like it was like a dark. This is what I've heard about. It was like a dark room, and like Questlove might have had on like a face mask or something, something crazy. And yeah, so this is what. Uh, this is what. A white writer. I'm reading. I'm reading uh, ideas about about uh, this album. These these are white critic quotes about this album. Uh, it's a touching, upsetting meditation in which a sketchy gangster wannabe embodies the limits of all striving. With their eleventh effort, the roots have managed yet another album individualistic, like little else in hip hop. But unlike their best work, this one's more interested in scholastic provocation than genuine pathos a depiction of disorder and chaos the album's approach integrates neatly into an overall sense of claustrophobic dread the roots prove their mastery of mixing high and low culture for diverse audiences it's a headier album but one rife with significance me being a nigga in nigga language it's pretentious and it's not good. That's what I said on Twitter. I stand by my words, all right? My bad black thought. I hold you in very high esteem as an MC. I, I really do hope you get to hear this so you can hear, you know, just from a real fan and not like 
a yes man or somebody who's going to say you can do no wrong. And no, y'all have made some shit that I didn't enjoy as a critic and as a fan. And that's perfectly fine. Please don't take it personal. Sorry for using the pretentious word. This then this is as close as you, like I stand by my terms. I stand by my words. But this is as close as you're going to get to an apology for that. Not sorry if it offended you. Um, Because that, that's a fake apology. But like sorry if it came off as an insult. Because it's, it's pretentious to throw Nina Simone as the start of your album. And Mary Lou Williams in the middle of your album. And whoever that other nigga was. The French nigga. Um, Michael Chion. Or Mikel Chion. Like, I, I feel like that's pretentious. And that is what it is. Sorry if you take that as an insult. But I did not, like, personally insult you as a person. Or I didn't even insult your craft. or And I even said the rapping on the album is dope. Like, there, there, there were pretentious things about this album. In my opinion. Alright, so there you have it. Tell a friend to tell a friend. I do fuck with the roots very heavily. This uh, this podcast was supposed to come out last week, but then I just postponed it just in case Frank Ocean took the world over and Frank Ocean didn't take the world over. So I'm going to drop this, you know, this Thursday. On the Thursday that it comes out, you know, that's when it'll be out. And I'm probably going to have a Frank Ocean podcast as well in there somewhere. All right. So let's get it. Holler at your boy. Tell a friend to tell a friend. I think this is a very good series of podcasts I have going on. Um, and again, salute to Black Thought. Respect to Black Thought. Uh, salute to Questlove as a musician. I've made some other comments, you know, in in various forms and various places on the internet. I've made I've made my feelings on who he is in 2016 clear, but that's not what I'm here to represent today on Thursday Throwback. Respect him as a musician and as a, you know, probably one of the greater drummers of modern music times and shit. Um, just respect to the Roots and all of their incarnations over the years, whether it was Scratch in the group, whether it was Hub in the group, whether it was Rozelle in the group. Um, just everybody, alright? Respect. Um, you know, Malik B is one of hip-hop's greater tragedies, if you want to call it that. Just his, you know, his plight. You know, he was, he got kind of lost in, you know, some some parts of life that kind of took him off his path a little bit uh, to where he didn't. He kind of hit a ceiling, if you will, and he didn't become the MC that the fans wanted him to be. But, you know, Black Thought is one of the, the best ever, one of the most consistent, and that's about it. Like, I really loved the Roots music at a certain point, and big up to them getting their money and doing what they got to do now, but it's just not, the, the feeling is not the same, and maybe the feeling shouldn't have stayed the same. So, I'll holler at y'all later. Thank you. Somebody please get this to Black Thought. If you will, I'm, I'm, I'm not so, I don't care as much if Questlove were to hear it, but, you know, get it to Questlove if you can. Um, but yeah, holler at y'all. All right, peace.